Well, 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 hello there. It's Summer Benson here with you, and I am kaput. Welcome. We made it back. Episode two, and I have one of the most lovely people sitting here in front of me. She's already giggling. Um, (laughs) And quite honestly, y'all, she is a huge reason why this is even happening. Yes, I had the ideas and the stories. Oh, and there's my dog, Tinkerbell. She's trying to make her presence known. Um, She just dropped a bone on the floor. Um, But this gal next to me, who I love and adore and call Sissy, is the one that told me about Anchor FM, this app that I'm using through Spotify. So uh, thanks, Sissy. Thank you for uh, showing me my path and how to get this out. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I think you give me too much credit. (laughs) No problem. Okay, so that's her voice. And let me just also say she's one of the most beautiful, exotic beings on this planet. (laughs) Um, My first guest on here. I feel so special. You should feel special. I'm the first guest. You are the first. You are the first. Look at me. I know, I know. Okay, so we're going to do some intro questions, and I will let Sissy kind of, you know, I I won't pressure you too much. (laughs) Okay. That sounds scary. Okay, I know. I won't pressure you too much. I won't pressure pressure me a little bit. Somebody get the tequila. Yeah. Um, Yes. Okay, so we... 92 proof. 92... (laughs) Uh, so Sissy and I do have happy hour on Friday nights. Um, I should, we, we should first talk about how we know each other. Um, yes. So we met initially because we have our, uh, our furry children. Uh, and I'm going to let Sissy talk to you real quick about who, who her son is. (laughs) My son. Um, I have a two-year-old pit mix his name is jaws and he is a brinch little angel baby um who has made my life so much better since i got him he is the sweetest he, he truly is. is the sweetest he's the yang to ting's yang or yang to the yeah. yang um he's a little cuddle bug he's so sweet and docile and cuddly and uh so tink and jaws met they became fast friends tinkerbell uh is pretty sassy and goofy and jaws puts up with it quite frankly <laughs> um he probably could do without some of her uh cray cray she turns into a Tasmanian devil at times. Um, she's she's uh, his life partner. She is, and you've become mine, and yes. I've become yours. That's right. Okay, so we got we got that taken care of. Um, now, what do you do for a living, <laughs> my dear? Oh my goodness, um, I own my own business. I'm a virtual assistant for boudoir photographers. Amazing. Um, Yeah, it is amazing. I love it. I get to work from home. I get to make my own hours and work with who I feel like working with. And how did you decide on boudoir photographers? Like what led you to that specific niche? You know what? That's so funny because I actually was going to talk about this on my Instagram. Ooh, well, here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Um, I, this is going to sound weird, but for boudoir photographers, it makes sense just saying i'm like obsessed with female bodies Ooh, yes um i like to paint and that's all i paint 
is women's bodies. So I just, I've always been interested in women's bodies, um, not in like a creepy way and like a, and like a just, it's a fascination that I have. And a very um, artistic yes, um, yeah. appreciation. Yeah. And I've seen, I've seen one of her paintings. Um, well, I've seen more than one, but yeah. the one I'm thinking of is of the silhouette and the mm -hmm. booty. Yeah. And it's just, she had this whole idea with, um, she, one day I get this question she's like, do you have a, do you have a bottle of red wine <laughs> that you're, that you don't like? Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. And what, why did you want that? Because I splashed it across my painting. Yes. Yeah. To kind of give it some color. Well, I was going but... to, yeah, I was going to use the red wine, but, um, I ended up just doing black paint and then I did her silhouette in gold, gold on top of the black. It's um, beautiful. Thanks. It's beautiful. So yeah. Um, and you also recently did a boudoir photo shoot. I did. And I saw these photos. And let me tell you, you're stunning. Oh, thanks. Again, as I said, like, you have a very exotic look about you. Thank but you. But you have that, you know, that innate just quality of someone who knows how to work with a camera. Um, but you have this ability to really connect with a camera in a way that feels super raw and honest um, and beautiful. But what I do want you to discuss is... There's a position that you had to make, and you <laughs> I've not seen the yeah. photo, the uh, yeah. outcome, the result. But I would like you to explain the process in which you had to um, pose, yeah. shall we say? That was a hard one. It's actually a really popular boudoir pose. So you, like, get on a couch. You put your knees on the couch, and if the couch is, like, up against the wall, you put your feet up against the back of the couch okay so that your knees like are touching the back and then your thighs you lay them down where your butt would normally sit and then you put your forearms oh. on the ground <laughs> it's and really this is where i fall and break my neck yeah <laughs> um it was not graceful to get in and or out of okay um, it was actually it wasn't too bad like i wasn't in the position for very long but it's not the most comfortable you like get a little head rush there was one point where she like had me put my head down in between my arms lord um yeah so i was like feet up against the wall ass out um <laughs> hanging on the couch that wasn't yeah that one was a hard one is there music playing while you do this yeah there is yeah. do you remember the song that was playing no i wish i face did. down ass up yeah. that's the that way should we, have been i know that sorry should have been the song. explicit content y'all get used to it seriously um okay well this sounds um fascinating and also dangerous maybe yeah. uh and and empowering so oh, it's kind of sure. like part of what boudoir yeah. um is okay cool um, and then let's just talk about the reason why uh, we also have to get this recorded ASAParilla is because Sissy is moving. Sissy is moving. She's moving, y'all. She's moving to Colorado. Um, and this is going to kind of lead us into her dark night of the soul. <laughs> She's not looking at me with terror in my eyes because she knows that that the the convo is going to get a little yeah it is deeper okay um and just to let you all know 
I'm, I'm working more into my spiritual uh, uh, realm abilities connection. And so I do have an Archangel's, uh, Archangel Michael candle. The San Miguel. Actually, you know what? I'm going to have her say this. Read it for me. Oh, no. Come on now. No, no, You've no. got the... the no. no? No, no, no. She doesn't want to know. I can't. Okay. I get really... I get very nervous about my... About your Spanish? My Spanish. Okay, fine. Um, so you'll just get this this white girl saying St. Michael, the go. archangel. Um, so he's going to protect us through this, this conversation. Um, he's here watching over us during life. And he defends us. Um, and then I also have this beautiful little case uh, lantern with a cardinal in it. And it's kind of like one of those snow globes, but instead of snow, it's glitter. And my mom gave it to me. And cardinals have a spiritual meaning of loved ones. Um, when you see a cardinal, it's like a loved one giving you a message. So I don't know who's here with us. Did you know that? I did not know that. Okay, well, you That's know, you learn everything from Bubby. Bubby is the best. Shireen. Shireen the machine. Fucking Shireen, that angel. <laughs> that angel. Uh, so, dark night of the soul. Since episode one, there have been many of you who know what that is. Um, and it's kind of more known in the, I, uh, I'll say, uh, in, in the theater acting world because it's, uh, it's about storytelling and where the character kind of reaches a rock bottom and then has to make a shift. So it's a poem by John of the Cross. Um, and I think one time, you know what I'll do is maybe do a little excerpt from it. Um, but it's, it's basically when someone reaches an extremely difficult period in their life and it's marked with confusion, helplessness, uh, a sense of withdrawal, self-isolation, and then you have to go through this final ego death shall we say, and surrender to the divine. Um, so that being said, <laughs> she's getting nervous. She's, are you sweating? A little bit. A little bit. I've been sweating all I've been sweating. freaking morning though. So uh, Sissy has been known to, when she gets anxious, um, one of her tells is sweating. Um, I not I, profusely, not I profusely, just, you know, but you, yeah, it's like a, it's just a way to get nervous. The, the buildup is it's my hands, my hands. Okay. Real oh, and I have some beads here. Um, that if you hear this sound, it's because she's fidgeting. Okay. So I gave her some beads to fidget with and just kind of, um, think of it as like a, a rosary cross, but not a, not a rosary, no, it's not but it's the, um, what are they called? I have no idea. <sighs> prayer beads. Yeah, it's a prayer beads. Well, isn't that what a rosary is? Prayer beads. Yes, but this is not. Um, this They're is anxiety beads. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened. Something happened yesterday, and this morning, and then I was almost gonna let her off the hook and be like, you know what? <laughs> we'll record a different day. And then something said to me, "No, Summer." This is the day. Force this bitch to do it. Force her to be authentic yeah. and really give a self-expression of where she's at in this moment versus something manufactured versus something that is performative. Long story short, 
got myself in a real toxic situation with a real narcissistic man. Um, and I've been trying to get myself out of the situation for like seven years. Oh, wow. Seven years. I've been trying to get out of this shit. This stuff. I'm sorry. I cuss a lot. Oh, just um, explicit content. Explicit content. Do you know me? Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. When she gets pissed off, you should hear Summer. Damn. And then I decided that I was going to pick up and move um, my life to get away from this man. Okay. So I applied for this apartment. And then on Monday, I found out that I got approved. And then this morning, I had to sign my lease. Oh, wow. Um, and it's just emotional. Um, first of all, I love my apartment here in Chicago. I love my neighbors. <laughs> I love my neighborhood. Um, and I really don't want to move. I'm kind of being forced into moving to get out of this toxic situation. Why do you feel like you're being forced? Because if it wasn't for this situation, I wouldn't be moving. I would be content here in my current apartment. Like I would have been fine if I was, if I had not gotten myself mixed up with a bad person. Anyway, I'm moving to a city that I've only been to once where I literally don't know a single person. And it's just scary as hell. Okay. So well, I had a whole mental breakdown this morning signing my new lease. I, this person and I have always had a bad, unhealthy, toxic, manipulative, controlling relationship. Okay. And I was on the shitty end of the manipulative and controlling part. Um, and... I always knew that him and I were never going to, like, be together. We were never going to be a thing. Um, but so I started going to Reiki. Okay. So this this is good because yeah. then this is part of how you Shawshanked your way out of it. People yeah. also are asking, like, Shawshank Summer, what is that? And if you've seen the brilliant movie of Shawshank Redemption, Which if you haven't, not. Um, you have not seen it? I have not seen it. Oh, good God. Happy hour (laughs) this Friday might be us watching that. Um, but without giving too much away, as we know, uh, I won't even say who, but one of the main characters is literally chipping his way out to escape to the other side. Yeah, that's what it feels like. To the the grass being greener, to the air being fresher. To the breeze, feeling it on your skin. Yeah. Um, feeling hopeful, feeling maybe a little bit of joy is on the other side. Yeah. So it sounds like because of Reiki, um, you're able to start some healing and really look at your situation. Yeah. Um, She's really more like a therapist, but not like... A talk therapist because they do nothing. No offense, talk therapist. But she wait, wait, wait. No, I think that's an important thing. So they, they all suck. I've had so in the last seven years, I've probably gone to like four different talk therapists. They're like the therapists that you see in the movies. They're like, oh well, and how does that make you feel? Okay. Yes. I've gone to like on a four scale of, of one to five. Where are you at today? Where's the yeah, tank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've probably gone to four. The first one in the last seven years, I've always been in therapy. I had a rocky childhood, but the first one that I went to in the last seven years because of this man, 
I sat down, okay? I sat down for my first appointment. And I have a bad habit of doing this, but it's just this situation just really screws me up. I word vomited onto okay. this therapist. Flooding. What happened? Yeah. Do you know that by the end of my first session, this freaking woman looked me dead in the eye and told me that she felt helpless as my therapist and didn't know what to say to me or how to help me? I was like, if I was on the edge, you just pushed me over. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. How can you say that? How do you say that to somebody? Like, I'm so sorry. I feel helpless as your therapist. Yeah. How do you think I feel being in the situation? Yeah. Like, so, fuck them. They all suck. You can edit that out if you want. <laughs> it's okay. This is raw. This um, is raw. Yeah. Talk therapists suck. So, anyway, I've probably seen four of those in the last seven years. Um, and then this thing happened in November that was just, like, my breaking point. Um, and then I decided, I think it was you who had told me about Reiki. You yeah, said that because, I should try Reiki. Yes, because yeah. a family member um, was looking into things, and then I thought, well, shit, maybe I need some yeah. help. And then, yeah. And then you were like, shit, well, maybe she does too. And so then you told me about it. Yeah. Um, so then I literally just, like, Googled Reiki people in Chicago mm-hmm. and found this woman. Her name is Sarah. If I could live with Sarah, I would. Sarah is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And in, I've only been seeing her for probably two months. And in the last two months, Sarah has done more to help me and, like, help me with my healing than all of the last four talk therapists combined. Wow. Like, yeah. Sarah wow. has seriously. In two months. Yeah. Yeah. And as someone who's been on the outside uh outside obviously you know I'm you're one of my dearest friends so I've seen the shifts and the changes that have happened and I obviously we have not been friends for seven years we've been friends for what like a year and a half yeah maybe so from the first time that I met Sissy and she started talking to me I, I knew something was going on like I I the way I described it was you and I grew up in the same block. And I, at this point, I didn't even know your childhood stuff. I didn't, I didn't know the specifics of the relationship with the man. But I did get the sense that we were put in each other's path for a very specific reason. And as you started talking to me about life, I was like, oh, my goodness, I see... I see my 26, 27-year-old self. Wait, no, is it- a lot of people have told me that. A lot of people have said that to me. Oh, are you getting a message right now? No, it's from my mother. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey. My mother said happy hump day. Oh, happy. Listen, you know what? We got to <laughs> Let's give a shout out to the mamas. Oh, my mom, yeah. your mom. Happy um, home. happy hump day. But I just knew that you and I had similarities, even though we have, you know, I'm going to be 45 and you are, do you want me to tell people how old you are? 28. Oh, God. She's 28. 28 and a half. But we have such an age gap, but yet I feel so connected. We're so, we're connected on a soul sister level. Um, and to, to see the growth of from where you started to where you are. And there have been many nights of crying and being upset and 
you know, a lot of this happens at happy hour. I feel like we should be having some wine or tequila right now. Um, but I think people right now maybe want to understand when you're in a situation, you know, with like, let's say it started with your childhood and that's how this person got in. This person got in. Yes. I don't yeah. know how many specifics you want to get into not about that. Many, no, not that. Okay. Yes, okay. It started when so, I was very young. Started when you were very young. And then escalated once I got older. I don't remember how it came up or anything like that. But I was like, Sarah, what if I end up with PTSD? And she was like, she literally, literally, she put her arm, I mean, her hand <laughs> on my arm. She was, oh, honey, you already have PTSD. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks for letting me know. Sarah has finally put a spotlight on the things that are sometimes I remember too I was talking to um actually a police officer uh I don't even well we don't even get into fully why I was but he was the first one that actually said everything that you're describing and the way in which you are sharing Mm -hmm. he's like you do it sounds like from his professional opinion that you have PTSD yeah and it was the first time I was like, wait, what, what, what? Yeah. And it, here, here's another thing I'll say in general about I'm kaput is this isn't necessarily, you don't have to go through wanting to die, wanting to um, end your life. You don't have to be in, in dark night of the soul is different for everybody. It's it's the same thing. Shit is shit. Just doesn't matter the size of the pile. It all stinks. Ain't that so true. it's not a matter of you have to be in this place of I want to end my life to be dark night of the soul. No, there are all different levels in which you reach that. Um, I just learned of a friend uh, this morning. I woke up to an email from her uh, about her father dying. Oh. Yeah. And it... um, It was so heartbreaking and yet so beautiful. And this photo she had of him at the, at the very bottom of the email, I was like, and I get, I get chills thinking, maybe he's here with us right now. Maybe that's who it is. Um, That he just looked like he lived this happy, full life. And I think, you know, whether it's the death of someone, it's a divorce, it's a loss of a job, it's, uh, you know, some situation, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to want to die or yeah. pray for something bad. Oh, it's, done that. yeah. Um, so I do think that there's something to be said for, you know, going, going to a place that feels hopeless, helpless. And it sounds like Sarah has really given you uh, permission to realize all these things that you yeah. have, whether it's PTSD or anxiety, oh, depression. Yeah. Or all of the above. Um, yeah, all of the above. Yes, I'm someone in that all of the above category as well. And I think a lot of people maybe are like, well, you're joking around about this. Why are you joking around? 
And that's well, the circus professional show business comedy. She does. Yeah, like, well, she doesn't know what I'm singing, but it's no, from a musical my favorite year um, that I was in in high school. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it, it's if you can't find the fun and the funny in these things, man, it's gonna it's gonna stay dark. It's gonna get really dark. And so I think, what's one find the fun, find the funny. As we're wrapping up here, yeah. that um, you know something that has given you, like, okay, I I can go another day. Does Jaws count? Yeah. Oh, okay. What are sure. things that he does? What's something he does? I know what I what I love that he does, but what what's do you love that he does? Well, the stick. I mean, he's oh, always yeah. <laughs> he's always carrying sticks that are like three times the size of his body. <laughs> I don't and know he's how he so does good it. at he it. He is really good at it. He's so strong. Yeah, he is. He really his name lives up to He lives up to his name. Or sure. he lives up to his name. Thank yeah, 100%. You. Yeah. Um yeah. but what's something else that he does? Um everything he does. Everything. He just like sits there and naps while I work and like he's Summer can tell you he is not vocal unless you tell him to be. Like if you don't tell him to speak, he will not bark. When there, when uh. Summer and Tinkerbell are at our apartment, Tinkerbell is more vocal about someone at the door than my own dog is in my own apartment. Um, but yes. when he sleeps, yes, almost every time once he gets into like a deep enough sleep, yeah. he growls. He like growls in his sleep and it's so give he- us wait 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 no give us a- I can't. come on come on. <laughs> I can't. I'm the impersonation. Yeah, I'm not. Okay, fine. Um, Yeah, he growls in his sleep. He also wags his tail in his sleep sometimes if he's having a happy dream. Aw. But he's just... Where does he sleep? I know this question. I mean, I know this answer. Oh, at night? Yes, yes. Oh, he sleeps in my ass crack at night. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Literally. Um, I'm surprised (laughs) he's okay there. Um... It's such a cute little ass. It's oh, such a, and you can see what I'm talking about in this boudoir photo shoot. True. Let me tell that's you, true. the bootay. Yeah, um, yeah. He either sleeps in my ass crack or in my neck at night. Okay. Yeah. And what, another favorite thing I have uh, is his zoomies. He, yes. So he like literally whips. Yeah sissy around like in these <laughs> very chaotic circles where it's, it's like, like a helicopter he, yeah yes yes and i get so dizzy she's like no 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 no, no. and then it's like yeah. his eyes like pop out and plug out of his head and they almost yeah. get a little cross-eyed yeah. and like then tink thinks it's time for her to yeah. join in oh wow oh uh, well you know what our dogs our pets whether yeah. you have a cat or a ferret my yeah. neighbors had a ferret growing up or a bird. Um, pets are the best. Pets, really. There's just something, you know, there is that without any conditions. It's that yeah. that unconditional love. He doesn't care that I want to jump in front of the train. Yeah, he loves yeah. me anyway. He does. What's, can we tell people what we're going to do? Sure. So, um, we, we've been, you know, going back and forth with, with what it could be but there was one night that we both made a pinky promise nobody was jumping in front of the train yeah and so i was like give me your pinky and we did a pinky and then all of a sudden i was like we need a tattoo yeah. of this 
um, of that tangible thing, that thing that you can look at and, you know, put your hand, your finger across and maybe give a moment of like holding on to it um, to just sort of be a touch to bring you back to reality. Um, Well, I thank you so, so much for doing this. Of course. Um, Is there anything else that you would like to say or share? No, just that you're amazing. And I'm really glad Uh, that you're doing this podcast. I think it's going to be awesome. Well, I'm I'm so special. I'm the second (laughs) person on here. Second episode, first guest. Yes, yes, yes. You are. Oh, well, I mean, how could it? Again, the night that I was rambling, as I do. Happy hour. Um, Happy hour. Happy hour. When you come on this again, we probably should do this on a Friday night. Um, Because what would probably end up happening, one, is a dance party. Some some dancing. And two, one of us, well, probably you, would be crying. (laughs) I'm always crying. I'm always crying. You know what? Alcohol makes me emotional, okay? It's okay. I'm always crying. But you're letting it out. And I, I feel like it's these things that you don't give yourself permission to to feel and sit in. And so I think it can be a little bit of a release for you. Um, My mom also uh, is is someone who provides spirits, not just in a a divine sense, but tequila, wine, gin. Fucking Shireen. Well, I got to go to Arizona. I know. Come on. Come on. She'll be back. She'll be back. Yeah, but I'll be gone before she gets back. Oh, I know. I know. We're just going to have to go see you. We're going to have to see you in Colorado. Shireen. Um, Episode uh, XYZ. Yeah. Whatever number. That's such an amazing idea. Oh, my God. I love that idea. I love it. All three of us. Uh, Or in Tink, too. How would we get Tink? Tink cannot make it on an airplane. Okay, we'll figure it out. There are a lot of plans. A lot of plans. Um, all right. Yes. I love you. I love you too. And I'm so glad that you decided to give yourself permission today. <gasps> Me too. Because I know you were crying a lot all morning. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, it's Summer Benson here with you and Sissy. <laughs> and we are kaput. Kaput. <laughs>